Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to A to Z Sports Picks. Brad and I are going to have a great show for you this Friday. Get you all set up for a huge betting weekend. Brad, my man, what's good, bro? Oh, man, not a lot. Happy Friday. Fired up for uh, bets and ball games all weekend. Let's do this. Dude, no kidding, man. Happy Friday indeed. All right, everybody, welcome in A to Z Sports Picks. I'm Alan Bell, CBS Sports Line, alongside Brian Edwards of VegasInsider.com. A to Z Sports Picks brought to you every Friday by BetMGM, the king of sports books right now. Refer a friend invitation. Score a $50 bonus when your friend signs up via your invitation to BetMGM. They get $50 too, and you could refer up to 20 friends, up to $1,000 in bonuses, Brian. How about that going like into it. this weekend, dude? That'd be nice right there. That is BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in the state of Tennessee. For gambling problems support, call Tennessee Redline at 800 889 Nine seven eight nine. All right, right. We're gonna jump right into it, bro. We have got NFL divisional round all weekend long. We got two games on Saturday. We got two games on Sunday. Let me quickly run through what we have here. All right, Saturday we've got the Jaguars at the Chiefs. Chiefs are a nine point favorite. All right, total of fifty three. Uh, Saturday night we've got the Giants at the Eagles. Eagles are a seven and a half point favorite. Total of forty eight. Sunday we've got the Bengals at the Bills. Bills a five and a half point favorite. Total of 49, and Sunday night, Cowboys at 49ers. 49ers are a four-point favorite, a total of 46. So, say all that, say this, what you got, bro? And we're going to get into prop bets in a minute. Just spreads, totals right now. Kind of what do you like? Okay, you want to just go give you what I like Saturday and then go back to you? hit both days. You good. All right, right, okay. All right, cool. So, for tomorrow, um, my main play or my main – amount of my bankroll is going to be invested in a, just a two game teaser. I think both sides are well lined. I think they're good lines. Uh, I'm just going to go on a two game teaser on both favorites. So knocking in Philadelphia down from seven and a half to one and a half. Now I got it early in the week, Kansas city, eight and a half down to two and a half. If you're bumping it down from nine to three, um, surely uh, in Tennessee at, at bed MGM and other, surely they, a tie on or a push on a teaser is a push. Like you don't lose. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, old school bookies back in the day would make you lose on that. So I of only like that. Will. Yes. I only like that. If it's a re- legit push on the three. Okay. So now I do have another bet on the Philadelphia game that I like, and I, I would love it, but I'm just, I don't know that any of us are, are, are sure how healthy Jalen Hurts is. I mean, if is he 90%? Is he 80%? That's the question gonna... of the game. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if he's a willing runner, which he did not seem to be in that first game back, which was okay because, I mean, you know, he doesn't want to get hurt. It's been two weeks since then. But if he's not able to be a willing runner, that changes the dynamics of this game big time. But I'm guessing he's going to be closer to 90% and be pretty good. And so I'm going to go what I've been doing with Philadelphia a lot of games this year. Team total over 13 and a half in the first half. They've gotten to 14 by halftime in 14 of their 17 games. In the one at New York, uh, they had, were up 24-7 and a half. The last one two weeks ago, 
we can kind of throw that out. Giants weren't starting many guys, but I'll nonetheless note it was 16 to nothing. So for tomorrow, Eagles Chiefs teaser. Um, and let's go team total over 13 and a half in the first half of the Eagles. And uh, I'll get to the prop I've got on A.J. Brown later. So to Sunday, um, obviously the O-line is a major concern for Cincy. But it's not enough of a concern for me not to play them, especially because I believe it's it's been cooked into the number here. Uh, and I'm not going to be surprised if we have a six, whether it's later today or before kickoff. But um, so anyway, uh, a couple of different stats. Um, when Joe Burrow, 15 games in his NFL career, when he's an underdog of three or more, the Bengals are 13 and two against the spread. This is only their third underdog spot of the year, two and zero against the spread uh, in the first two. Um, the Bengals have played seven games against teams that made the playoffs. They are five and two straight up. Their only losses by three at Dallas, by two at Baltimore. On the other hand, Buffalo, six games against teams that made the playoffs. They're four and two straight up, but none of the four wins have been by more than four points. And in their last six home games, they're one and five against the spread. The only spread cover, they had to get the two kickoff returns for touchdowns against the Patriots. And finally, if Jalen Waddle does not play the worst game of his entire football existence, the Bills are on vacation right now, and the Dolphins are still playing. So despite the O-line injuries, which are concerning, I still like the Bengals, and I think they were going to do a lot of three-step drops, quick passes, get the ball in Higgins and Boyd and chase his hands early, let them rack up the yak. All right, and then probably, my yeah, this is my favorite play of the weekend. Uh, Niners minus three and a half or four. Um, I mean, do I really even need to explain that? I will say Dallas got absolutely hosed having to play that Monday night game. You know, you're leaving Florida around what midnight or past midnight, technically early Tuesday morning, and you got to go to Dallas and then you got to go to San Fran. And San Fran's been chilling since Saturday afternoon Pacific time. Two extra days of rest and preparation. That should never happen in the playoffs, but I think it's a big factor in this game. But I'd like the Niners anyway. That's just absolute gravy. Their last six home wins have been by margins of 18, 25, 17, 28, 16, and 13. I know not all that competition was that great or on Dallas's level, um, but yeah, I like the Niners. Yeah, you know what? I do too. I'll start there. I 100% agree. I'm on the Niners, minus four. Uh, three and a half if you can get it, but yeah, four. And look, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, we're going to fade the public. I mean, the public money's been on Dallas, right? Good. Yeah, exactly. I, I, we, I go back to that playoff game last year between the 49ers and the Cowboys. Uh, the 49ers had uh, five sacks on deck, 25 pressures. Oof. My dude threw for 79 yards at an interception. All right. Yeah, I, I'm going San Francisco here. You're right on the two days extra as well. Kyle Shanahan. Uh, he is six and one against the spread as a head coach in the playoffs in his career. He's four and zero against the spread over the last two postseasons. Uh, and they've won eleven straight, uh, and they're the number one uh, points per game team in the NFL since acquiring Chris McCaffrey. So, dude, yeah, all over that. Um, I don't want anything to do with the spread or total with the Bengals. Don't want anything to do with spread or total with the Eagles. Uh, I'm in a roll with the Chiefs uh, against the Jaguars. I, I think that this is going to be a nightmare matchup for them. I think they've had a hell of a season, and I salute them in every way. Uh, Doug Peterson has proven to be everything that Urban Meyer is not, <laughs> but I think that that comes to an end, um, and, and I think that the Chiefs, they they handle their business at home. That place is going to be loud. They're going to keep their foot on the gas pedal. 
Uh, and I think the Jaguars, what we saw in the first half last week, like I don't think it's going to be like that bad, but Trev's going to turn the ball over, right? Like Kansas City, I think that they're going to do their thing. So, yeah, give me the Chiefs. Give me the 49ers in that one. All right, prop bets. Go to it, man. What do you got, bro? All right, I like A.J. Brown's over receiving yards, which is uh, around 71 and a half, maybe 72 and a half. You know, I'd probably be good with it up to about 74 and a half would probably be. Uh, I wouldn't want to go any higher than that. Um, so in the last four games, A.J. Brown has had 95, 97, 103, and 181 uh, receiving yards. He's had at least 69, which is a little bit short of our number, but at least 69 and 11 of the Eagles' uh, 17 uh, games. And, um, yeah, so A.J. Brown, I'm also going to go with uh, Travis Kelsey uh, over 79 and a half. Um, the, uh, he only had 80 in that – or, I'm sorry, 81 in that uh, regular season game against the Jags. But um, I think he's going to get at least 80 or 81 uh, this time around. So Kelsey and A.J. Brown over. Nice. I like it. Yeah, and especially Kelsey. I mean, it's so it's so weird with him because he had what? I don't think he scored like, what, eight games or something like that. But historically, the Jaguars and tight ends have not. They've been oil and water, buddy. They can't cover them, right? I, I, think, I, I think you're right. Uh, look, I'm looking at quarterbacks, as I normally do here. And we're going to play interceptions. I got three of them. All right. First one, Patrick Mahomes. I think that he throws one. I think that they're going to be aggressive offensively, especially if Jacksonville does press them. I like that even more. But, yeah, I, I think Patrick Mahomes does, does toss one up, probably in garbage time, probably when it, you know, doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? But he's generally good for one of those in these styles of games. Next, uh, I'll play attack Prescott. Now, you better get it as quick as possible if you're going to play it. to like minus 150, one, minus 155. Getting into that no man's land territory there where it gets expensive, but again, to what like over one half or over one and a half? Over half an interception. Okay, it's minus yeah. one fifty five. So, yeah, oh, so he just I, has to throw one. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna throw. I I think it it should be priced more expensive than that. Yeah, it's opinion. gonna go. Um, I, I look, <laughs> I, I don't think the Dallas is gonna be able to run the ball all that much. He's gonna have to throw a lot, uh, and I think it's gonna be trouble there. So I'm gonna take Dak. I'm also gonna take Brock Purdy. Um, I think that we could see a scenario where maybe Dallas does come out hot early, right? Like you're definitely right on San Francisco uh, in terms of playing their first half over, or you were playing the Eagles first half over, but you, I'm not against, I'm not against San France. Yeah. And it hit. Oh, it was a sweat though. It was a major sweat. sweat. (laughs) It was a sweat, but Dallas knows like you, the, the only way to win that game is you've got to get up early on them. You cannot let them uh, get into their groove because that's when, Quite frankly, teams go to die because it's just good luck. Good luck. But I think the Dallas can't press it a little bit. Uh, I'm going to take Purdy to throw an interception. I know our man has been almost perfect, you know, as of late. But I think that he tosses one up. Again, I'm playing the 49ers, and I'm playing the Chiefs too. But, yeah, I'm going to play both quarterbacks, though, pick there. Also, uh, I'm going to play the 49ers second half team total over 13 and a half. They definitely want to get up early. Obviously, that's what they've done. That's what's been their secret sauce. Um, But – you look at how you look at their point distribution. They are hammering teams in the second half of games because they get up and they run and they use Christian McCaffrey in the short passing game as well. And it becomes a nightmare. Like it just becomes an absolute nightmare. So I'm going to play the 49ers. there, team total uh, over 13 and a half. All right. Now moving beyond the NFL, we got college basketball. We got the NBA. 
Got all kinds of things going on. So, Brian, I'm going to toss it to you. I really don't have much um, tonight. I do like Arizona Moneyline uh, against UCLA tomorrow. I think that's going to be a hell of a basketball game. Uh, but that's pretty much it. I'm still waiting on some lines to come out for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, man. Like, what are you looking at tonight, college basketball, NBA? Yeah, so I'm going to go with St. John's tonight, uh, minus four to Villanova. They were minus four at, at last look, which actually was probably a couple hours ago. But, um, yeah, so St. John's is in revenge mode. They lost 78 to 63 at Villanova on December 21st, but um, they were without their two-time All-Big East uh, point guard, Posh Alexander, in that game, and he's back uh, healthy now. Uh, Villanova is 0-4 against the spread in in their last four. They did end a three-game losing streak uh, the other night, but it was against, sorry, Georgetown, a 77-73 win as a 13-and-a-half point favorite, so they were nowhere near uh, covering, and They've lost five games in a row to teams not named Georgetown. Uh, so they're two and five straight up their last seven, but um, their only wins are against the Hoyas, who are five and 14 straight up on the season. Mike Anderson's team, the Johnnies, uh, they are nine and two straight up at home. No shame in their losses to Marquette and Xavier, uh, very highly ranked uh, teams. And um, in those nine wins, um, they've won by. Uh, 13 or more in eight of those. And let's see. Oh, gosh, I miswrote that. Oh, yeah. So eight of the nine, they've won by 13 or more at home. I think they, uh, I'm not saying blowout, but minus four against uh, Nova. I like St. John's. I'll also go over 145 and a half on Boise State at New Mexico. The overs on a 6-0 and run uh, for Boise State. The Broncos have scored 77, 85, 84, and 82 uh, in their last four games. New Mexico's um, on a 6-3 and run to the over in their 16th nationally in scoring and average 81.9 points per game. So over at the pit in Albuquerque uh, tonight. As for tomorrow so we don't have lines but i, I can give a few games and, and what i would hope the line will be yeah and maybe, yeah yeah so i'm hoping tcu which is at kansas i'm hoping we can get tcu at like hopefully like eight maybe even more uh but i would probably like it at six and a half or better uh tcu is four and one against the spread with three outright wins in five games as an underdog Kansas, um, they had their five-game winning streak uh, snapped at K-State the other night, but four of those five wins in the five-game winning streak were by 11 combined points. Uh, They're on a two-and-five against the spread slump. They've, uh, quite frankly, been really fortunate uh, in some games. Miami is at Duke tomorrow. I would love to be getting five or six on the Canes, and I might even do money line if I can get, like, you know, plus 185, 90, somewhere in that range. I'd I'd love for it to be plus seven and, like, plus 200 or better on the money line because I think the Canes have a great shot at winning at Cameron uh, tomorrow. Uh, Texas A&M is a team that is really hot. They've won seven in a row, uh, going five and two against the spread, and they're at Kentucky tomorrow. Um, You know, I don't know what What this line is. What do we do at Kentucky? Like, not to interrupt you, but like, yeah, no, I, no, it's a good conversation because yeah. go ahead, whatever you want. No, say. no, that, that was it. I mean, what do we do with them, man? Because like, it looks like they're starting to play better, right? right? Yeah. So, go ahead. so they were on an 0 9 and 1 against the spread slump, and they play 
great against other than the 8-0 run to start the game. They played terrific against Tennessee. But then they are 11 and a half point favorite to Georgia. I don't know if you watched much of that yeah. game the other night. I had yeah. Georgia. What a horrible beat, man. Georgia was winning outright most of the game. Yeah. And then they just let Shebway just goes crazy last seven or eight minutes. Yeah. Georgia was turning the ball over left to right, and so Kentucky actually covers, but I don't think they played that good. Now, they didn't look nearly as good as they looked against Tennessee. And then also, to your question, what do we do with that result? Because really, I just think Tennessee got in one of those games where they just couldn't buy a bucket. It reminded me of the Michigan game in the round of 32 last year. You know? Tennessee just couldn't buy a bucket. No, they couldn't. And I'll say one thing that Calipari did well is that uh, he – he shut down the three, right? He shut it down and he said, look, I'm going to, I'll give up some twos to Tennessee, but you're going to have to earn those two. And quite frankly, his plan worked right now. Yeah. I also think Tennessee was due for a little bit of a letdown. Like I, sure. I don't, I don't, I didn't look at it as, Oh, Kentucky's much better. Like I didn't look at it that way at all. Right, right. now. I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative against Kentucky either. Um, I thought that, you know, Tennessee Tennessee had been playing almost perfect basketball for about nine games in a row. Like, yeah. and, and, and that's no hyperbole. Legitimately perfect basketball. Like, they were kind of due for a little bit. But that was a good comeback when they had against Mississippi State, right? So, yeah, yeah man, like, to answer the question, like, uh, Calipari did some coaching, which is normally not his bag. Sure. Um, and he did. So, yeah, like, I, I think that they're getting better. Um, I still need to see a whole lot more, but you're right. Your boy took over last night. Georgia's let him do it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that Kentucky will be a little overpriced with the thinking being, okay, now they're, they're back or whatever. And so if I could get six or more with A&M tomorrow, I'll be thrilled. I'm kind of hoping I'll I'll be able to get more than that. Um, so yeah, there's, I'm looking for TCU, Miami and A&M as dogs, but you know, I, I really want them to be, you know, Six or seven, so we'll see what those lines yeah. are. You looking at anything in the NBA tonight? You know, um, there's so many injuries. I, I'm yeah. I'm going to when the injury situations play out, but like Kawhi is questionable, and the uh, Clippers. There's so many guys that are questionable. Oh, I will say one thing. I do like Terrence McKinney uh, at a minus one twenty five price in UFC two eighty three uh, tomorrow. He's uh, five and one in his last six fights. All five uh, are first round knockouts. And um, the only loss he lost via first round knockout. I, I wouldn't be against under one and a half, but it's priced like north of minus 200. Um, and I like the under one and a half rounds at around even money, maybe minus 105 for the main event, Jamal Hill and Glover Teixeira. I think Hill either gets an early knockout or if Glover gets him, Glover Teixeira gets him on the ground, he's going to dominate him on the ground. So uh, the under in that fight. All right. Two last questions that we'll jump out of here. Uh, the we got the Grizzlies and the Lakers, right? Yeah, total of like two forty four. Yeah, feels high, uh, man. Yeah, it is a high total, but uh, the Lakers have uh, been on a roll to the over, and so have uh, so has Memphis, and I'm going right now, but because LeBron is a lot of times questionable. Let's see here. And LeBron's questionable right now. so He's always questionable. I know. So you can't play the over until you know if LeBron's playing. And if he's not, maybe you think about the under if it's still in the 240s. Um, so yeah, so so many guys questionable. It's kind of – I tried to start handicapping the card this morning, and I was looking at the injury, and I was like, yeah, well, man, I, can't, I even, can't even look at this right now. So I know. 
I know, like that, dude. That's the same thing that I've ran into. Like, you know, like I started looking, you know, obviously last night, right? And that's kind of when I start my process for, you know, next day. Mm-hmm. And don't necessarily, you know, like hammer down the picks, but you just kind of tree branch it, right? Of like what you like, and then you go from there and take a look, you know, a little bit deeper. Um, that one stood out to me. The Nuggets, like, what the hell do we do with them? Like, dude, they're, they're on fire they're at home, man. They're just killing fire. People. Like, they're yeah. at home tonight. They're an eight and a half point favorite. Uh, over the Pacers, which the Pacers aren't a bad basketball team either. Um, but they're slumping without Halliburton. Yeah, they, they had been hot, and now with Halliburton out the last week or so, they've really yeah. um, slumped. But I'll, I'll say Jokic is questionable tonight with a hamstring. If Jokic is questionable, like, if if he's not 100%, like... He's a triple-double machine. I mean, he's like a five-point, or probably to the total and the side, he's... Maybe not five. He's unbelievable, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, he's he, just triple double every night. I know, like, and that, like, he's been so profitable. Like, not only playing like Nuggets spreads and stuff, but props. obviously, like his props, like just going yeah. down the list, dude. So, yeah, I mean, keep an eye on that one because, like, and look, like I said earlier, like about like you know Tennessee in regards to like okay, like this this magic run is gonna stop. Like they're gonna come back, you know, even out, right? Like, the Nuggets are going to as well at some point, probably soon. But good Lord, dude, like, I, I don't want to bet against them because, like, every time I think about doing it, like, dude, triple-double, hammer him. Like, they just keep coming, man. So, yeah. Hey, um, so one uh, thing for our listeners, uh, if you ever need, like, uh, updated injury information, this Twitter handle is just spectacular with it. It's at Fantasy Labs NBA at Fantasy yep. Labs NBA. They're just spectacular with the injury updates. So um, here, I'll give a, a couple. Yeah, Draymond, Draymond Green is out tonight, and Andrew Wiggins is out tonight, as is Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. So, uh, yeah, Good Lord. Uh, Golden State's just uh, throwing tonight's game, basically. Yeah, where's Golden State sit? Uh, let's see, at Cavs, uh, they're plus 11 and a half. Total 219 and a half. Yeah, well, all their scoring's out except Jordan Poole. Yeah, the Cavs play good defense, too. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We will be live next week to break down conference championship weekend in the NFL, plus college basketball, the NBA, and so much more. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you next week. Good luck, everybody.